Guys, welcome back to the All In Podcast. Uh, myself, Carlos Reyes. This is episode 24. Carlos Reyes, serial entrepreneur out of Phoenix, Arizona, alongside with my co-host here. Alex Sines, 22-year-old 22 entrepreneur and uh, investor. <laughs> my name is Sal Shakir. I'm 30 years old. I'm a Catholic from Iraq, believe it or not. And uh, multi-millionaire, uh, serial entrepreneur along uh, partners with these guys. Uh, it's been a long journey, but it's been a very fruitful one and a happy one. Mm, so mm. here we are. Long but uh, short. This one is actually a really good topic because it's uh, it's what stops a lot of people from stopping um, themselves from from being from, uh, from thinking from thinking small into thinking a lot bigger and scaling. Because for the longest time, we thought that, uh, or at least earlier at our life. And uh, a lot of business owners limit themselves. They have a ceiling. They limit themselves. And we're going to talk about some major components that actually blow that ceiling off. And now you can just exponentially increase your, your income. And uh, we actually identify these based on our personal uh, growth. So you'll see this. Um, this, is ba- this is firsthand. So if you have something that works different for you, I'm, I'm assuming that you will relate to this because this is firsthand from our own experience. Yes. So guys, today's subject is identifying why you haven't scaled your business to six figures per month. What could six figures per month do for you, for your family, for those around you, for your business, for your life entirely? Like what can six figures a month do for you? What does six figures a month do for you? Let's talk about that. What what doesn't it do? Uh, first and foremost, it helps me provide for not only the team and the company, but also for everybody around me, including family, friends, um, and allows me to really get in growth mode versus uh, versus like starvation mode. Like I just feel like the more money you make, the more opportunities you have to first impact, empower, and then grow. And growth for me is like where it's at. And some something right that's now. been very beneficial for all of us is we've been able to create other businesses from. From our real estate business. Yeah. Oh, God, right? yes. we've. Yeah. It's been very fruitful because we learned – when we launched this other business recently, all, all of us – Solar Fuse. Yeah, Solar SolarFuse.com, guys. And, we're officially into the solar business. And yep. uh, you know how – we learned from another business that I don't want to name because we made mistakes from that. But those mistakes helped us tremendously on the launch and on on the – what what are we, on month and a half now or two? Well, Sal, see, Sal, you're like a freaking – I mean, you're a, you're a wizard when it comes to, like, these numbers. Like, the guy came to us, the guy that proposed the business idea, and I was able to break it down to a point. But then you came in, and yeah. it, it was like – it was crazy. Like, you, you changed the game, and that is one of your strengths for sure, and we're going to get back into identifying, you know. But – I, I want to commend you and tell you this thank publicly. You. Thank you. That you, when thank it comes you. down to business, you're you're a freaking beast, man. Yeah. You're a thank monster. You. I appreciate it. You are a monster. But I mean, it, it didn't happen because I'm a smart guy. It just happens from trial and error. So yep. from and guess what? These things that we have listed over here is the trial and error of our own experience. And 26 businesses down the line, all these are broth of of these mistakes that we've made and what the notes that we do to actually help you increase. Uh, but there's a one thing that I can that I can say is always learn from your previous mistakes. Some people make the same mistakes over and over, and that's called in- insanity. So I know we're going off topic, but these things are important to understand. Going into, you have to identify what the problem is, because some people are might be content with having whatever uh, yeah. income they have right now. 
and some people want to increase it, but they don't know how. No sound, and this by is, the way. This is how it is. No sound. No sound. Huh? What? No, we don't. Look at I'm literally under. Hello, can you guys hear us? Manny, what's going on, brother? Much love. Can you guys hear us? I definitely don't have some. Oh, yeah, I do. Now you I, do? Yeah. Maybe you have the... Because you have cricket. Yeah, I have cricket, guys, so it's all good. <laughs> are they still are they still in? Uh, I have uh, I have Telcel. <laughs> it's all good. That's a anyway, good company. <laughs> it's a good company. <laughs> it is. Right? So, uh, yeah, they can hear. Um, guys, do me a favor before we get into this, because, guys, this is so beneficial. Identifying why you haven't scaled your business to six figures per month, this is a freaking game changer. Can you do me a huge favor? Can you share this with as many people as you can? Share it on your page. Share it in different real estate groups. Do me that favor. I want at least 100 people watching this like we, we normally have an average of. Why? Because this is a game changer. This is going to pretty much take away that freaking, what do you call it, that, that, that blindfold. And, and you're going to see, you're going to get a lot more clarity from this episode on how you can scale your business to six figures every single month. And if you scale your business to six figures every single month, what does that mean per year? Oh my God! That's I mean, no. you're, you're that seven over. figures. Then you're at seven figures. You're at seven figures. Then right? when you're at seven figures, now you want to look at eight figures. Exactly. Exactly. So this is going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing episode. Share with as many people as you can. I think we should incentivize this, guys. Okay. The, the the most likes, most shares. Coaching we'll get call? We'll, coaching call. Coaching call. What do you want? Coaching call. No. We'll do. You want to do a coaching call? Do, yeah. You want to do a coaching call? We'll do a, a twenty minute coaching call, and maybe um, a gift card. Yeah. Of some sort? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. You want to do like a $50, you know, just $50 card. That, that gives somebody, you know, lunch for the day, right? So you want to do a $50 card? Let's do that, and we'll do okay. a 20-minute coaching call. So did you get this? If you, whoever shares this with as, as many people, as many groups as you can, whoever is the most active, yeah. active listener today, uh, comments, likes, um, you know, emojis, whatever, questions, you will get a $50 gift card. So you can you know get yourself some some food or gas whatever and um and we'll do we'll do a twenty minute coaching call with you, so uh, hopefully that's an incentive for you because we really want people to pay attention to this episode. All right, we got up to sixty some people. Uh, let's get it. Let's get it rocking and rolling. Are you right, guys are that. you guys ready? Let me know if you're ready. If you're ready to get this uh, get this subject going, which is identifying why you haven't scaled your business to six figures per month. Uh, drop something like I'm ready or, or, or a thumbs up or a fire and drop an emoji that lets me know you are ready. Mm. Let's go drop something for us. Let us know you are ready so we can buy more books. I like that. I like that. Isaac. I like that. I like that. Alexis. Hello, Alexis. Vanessa Pena, how's it going? I love you. She wouldn't have a 20 love, minute call. I would love a 20 minute phone call with Carlos. I'm sorry. Uh, next week. Uh, <laughs> ready, ready, ready. Isaac, ready. Siri, Munda's ready. Uh, Ruben, how's it going, brother? Ruben, we miss you. Gallo Ibarra is ready. JC, all right. JC's ready. Ramon de la Cruz, you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Taif, Taif. Taif says he's ready. Ryan Kelly McReynolds is ready. I'm in this thing. Hunter. Brittany, how's it going? Oh, Brittany says she would like a 20-minute phone call with me. <laughs> Christian Hernandez, ready. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right, let's go. All right. Down. So the first thing that I want to bring up, guys, I'll let you guys go first. I want to talk about fear. Mm. 
Would you guys agree that that I know for me and you, fear is like once we overcame that fear, boom, right? We skyrocketed at that, at that traffic light when we st- stopped, rolled down. When we looked at each other, rolled. It was insane, right? We're, yeah, we're, we're like, like in unison. Yeah. We're in sync. <laughs> so, uh, for me and Sal, it was fear. First and foremost, the 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 primary reason why we weren't scaling our business uh, in 2016. Uh, this was this was uh, this was May of 2016. It was fear. So that was the primary reason. Let's talk about fear. What what do you have to say about fear? Is fear a big barrier of why people are not scaling their businesses? Absolutely. It, it's actually probably the leading one. Uh, but I, I feel like there's different types of fears uh, when it comes to business. Like, and for me, it was um, every time I got uncomfortable, I got more comfortable. Mm. Right, and and more comfortable being a good thing like every time i got uncomfortable whether it was like and i'll give you like the dumbest example but it, it actually this actually like helped me elevate when i first started because i was 18 um getting my own my first place getting my first apartment like yeah. to me that was a huge deal like here i am spending you know three five thousand dollars a month on marketing but i, I didn't want to get a, my own apartment and for me like getting this was what what 2016 20 <laughs> yeah 2016, 2016. Yeah. yeah okay and then uh once i did that um it just I just kept raising the bar, and because I did it in my personal life, like it correlated back to business. Okay. So I, I feel like a lot of people they they just stay complacent in their personal life, and that also correlates to their business. So for okay. me, it was like pushing pushing the limits uh, in my personal life and and business. And Would you say that you had some limited beliefs during that time? Limited yeah. beliefs. Yeah. And what 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 was what what were some of those limited beliefs uh, in your opinion? Were they were they mostly internal, external? What what were these limited beliefs? They were they were both uh, internal. It was a lot of like I'm not worthy enough, uh, or everything works right. You know what's else, crazy? Not me. That's not the first time I hear not you, but in general, people mm-hmm. think I'm not yeah. worthy. What th- what does that mean? I've never had I've never had that. I've never, I've, I've been blessed not to have that. Like I'm not worthy enough, even though I come from shit. Yeah. I come from dirt, right? I'm a freaking, I'm a yeah. garbage pal kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> come on, bro. You you know where I come from. You've seen where I grew up. But I never thought like I'm not worthy. Where does that stem from? I am not worthy enough. Where does it stem from? And what does it mean? How do you feel? Well, I felt like at the time I just felt like because I didn't have anybody around me that had achieved some type of success. Or because I didn't really know, like, on a, like because it's one thing seeing, like, on TV or YouTube, but then it's not another thing to, like, actually touch that person that actually is at the level that you want to get to. So, for me, it was not having that and feeling like I was just isolated and feeling like there was, like, there was really no, almost no hope. So, for me, it was, like, when you're, especially when you're trying for months and months in, in business or real estate mm-hmm. and you're not getting results, it's, like, very discouraging because... You don't have that one person that you know has done it, mm, and and like mm. when I started, I didn't have access to like a podcast like this. Yeah, or maybe there was, but I just didn't seek it. Yeah. Um. But for me, it was just a lot of that not having somebody that I can almost you know uh, base my my faith. Were in. you uh, Were you spending a lot of time alone during that time? Oh yeah. Well, that definitely didn't help. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. That definitely, but sometimes being alone is better than being with the wrong. Oh crowd, no, it was right? definitely it, it was better. It was better to be alone. Okay, for sure. especially okay. at eighteen when your friends are partying, getting ready for college, and you're just in your room watching Ron Legrand videos. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which That's is crazy. good. Which, which is, is good. good. Which yeah. is ultimately Mr. what got me here. But Mr. Yeah. Sal, 
Limited beliefs? Did you ever have any limiting beliefs? Did you ever have any "I'm not worthy enough" type yeah. of feelings? Yeah, and see that that so I can that can that can be self inflicted. That could be from the circle around you, and I think that happened from both uh, from both angles for me because um, you know my family is the kind of family that you, you remember when we first met. You're like Sal, like post some pictures, go online. I'm like, no, no, it's okay. It's like stay hinted. Like yeah. we don't want to be out Plus, there. The way you were even dressing back then. Yeah, right? and, and things like that, and then. Even like thinking when when my, my dream car as a young kid was a Porsche, right? And now Same. obviously, Panamera. so so I I'm like, how do these people like need to see these businessmen carry a carry a case and go to business and like have their own? You know, you see that in the which movies you do now. Which yeah, you do which now. which you see in the yeah. movies. That was my all. That was like always what I wanted to be as I grew up. But it almost like you know when you're a kid and you're saying I'm gonna, I'm gonna be an, astro- an astronaut and like yeah. it's one of those beliefs as you grow. You're like. How is that even like? How does it even feel for someone to drive a car like that, right? If it's yeah. even, it's even like as small thought as that would actually make you make you disbelieve in yourself. Yeah, yeah. and I it's, think it's 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 uh it's like out of this world. It's like it's like going to Pluto or Mars. Exactly, you know? yeah. it's like it's it's not achievable. But then it took the smallest, the slightest mindset of change. If someone else can do it, then I can do it, mm. right? And that mm. that is the like, I think if someone operates from something like this. Then that's it. Because what think about if and this is how I thought about things because I, I like to relate things to trauma to like to get over other things or to like push me to, toward other things. Think about when you have a problem and you think it's the worst problem. Yeah. And then it's the end of the world. Right. But then you look somewhere else and you see someone else having worse problem. Way, way, way like worse. Like yesterday. Way worse problem. Like yesterday. So what what do you think? What what do you think at that moment? Like, you know what? I got this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm actually a better place. And in in a in a messed up way, looking at other people's it's problems not, makes it's not you good to compare. It's but, not, but, but it makes it, you feel about yourself. Like I got this. So, yeah, yeah. so if you if you if you tweak this thought, negative thought thinking into how can I how can someone else do it and I can't do it? Well, why? If someone else did it, you can do it, or yeah. maybe you can do it better. Yeah, it's yeah. just those, those small sweet tweaks. And I think for me was just thinking like that before it was not achievable. So I have to say, um, when it comes down to limited beliefs, like I've always been a dreamer. You know, I've always been a hustler. Mm-hmm. I've always been a dreamer. Yeah. But you helped me. You helped me. You pushed me. You pushed me to actually make those beliefs a reality. Does that make sense? Thank you. In my I, opinion. I, in my opinion. Thank you. I, I know. I don't know what at what point it was, but I think. I think I'm, I can pinpoint it where it was when you were like ha- trying to leave your 14 year job yeah. and committing yeah. to this when we're still making we're making money. We're already making money. But it was just like that. Your dream was so big, but you, there was something that was holding you back. Wh- whatever it's, it was. Now I think about it now, and it, it was like it's uh, it's almost shameful. You know, it's it's disgusting. Like it's almost shameful to be to be to fall under that programming. Because that's all it was. It I was. was programmed to be in a corporate cage. But you were not. And but you were, self, and literally the door was not. The door, the door to the cage was open, and I would refuse to walk out of that cage. It's crazy to think about it. I promise. I believe it. The yeah. door, I was. The door was open, and you guys, like all you guys, you and Jalen White and 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 Sal were like, dude, walk out. Walk out, walk out. I'm so used to being in because, this cage. Because we everything's were, in this cage. I have my food in this cage. I have my bed in this cage. Right? I have comfort. Family, I have comfort that. in this cage. Yeah. Why do you want me to leave this cage? And here we are in the unknown, trying to bring you. Yeah, in. and you're <laughs> like, 
no, come out, come out of this you're cage. You're trying to pull everybody else out of the cage. Now you're I'm trying to pull everybody. Day. I'm like, you know. I mean, your snaps, I mean, your your, your IG, that one doesn't yeah. anymore. Your IG, your Facebook, your Twitter is trying to pull everybody out of that cage. And I think there's no better candidate than you out of this circle because. To pull that, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, you I, I've, the been, most? I've been, I've been, wor- I've worked under other people before, but no, no way no, no, near. No, 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 no. You've been, yeah, you, you've been a, you've been an entrepreneur far longer than both of us have. But see, yeah. For you, I think you can inspire a lot more people because you've been in that cage and now you can really referring to that it. That is that's crazy. That is the perfect reference to it. Yeah, it's a, it's an it, open door. It, it's it's this huge cage. It's this huge cage that, you know, I just refuse to walk out. Even the the door was the literally open. open and I'm like I'm not I'm not walking out of here. And sometimes the door isn't open, but but the key, it took you, it took but you the key's sh- right there. It, it took you a few shoves to to get yeah, out. Yeah, you guys shoved me. So guys, do you guys understand that reference I just made about about I was stuck in a corporate cage where the food was in my cage. I had a nice bed, a comfy pillow. You know, everything was in that cage for me. And the door was open, and I still refused. Because of my programming, I still refused to walk out of that cage. Do you guys understand that reference? Do you feel like a lot of it is because of, like, lack of faith at that time? <sighs> no, it was, was comfort. It pro- comfort. 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 Programming and comfort. So f- what's crazy is, like, all right, so I have um, – which I'm We're still to... on the fear subject. Guys, yeah. we're in the fear subject of why you haven't scaled your business to six figures. This is why you need to share this with people. This is going to get really good. We haven't even gotten into the 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 meat of this thing. So Oh yeah, we have we so, have plenty. So in in uh in in my real estate business, um like in the beginning, the early years, like I like you have a goal, right? And you know a little bit about what you're doing. Uh but every time I hit a new goal, it was because I I saw it from others. Right. Like I saw what's possible. Like I saw that this simple wholesaling, assigning, you know, one contract to a cash buyer could be a multi-million dollar business. I, I, I saw it because I saw others doing it. And I'll give you another example. I have I have an Audi R8 and I remember um, what, three years ago, uh-huh. you, you had you have that picture. You had. Yeah. yeah. He had a, he had an Audi R8. He he. He, uh, he I threw me the key. Yeah, I remember. He's like, drive it. And I was like, my hands got all sweaty. All the white nervous. one. That, the bro, white that, one. Was, that car was so nice. And uh, <laughs> That car was so nice. I think that's It was that, around that was the time where Iron Man had it. Yes. Yeah, Iron Man yeah, had yeah. it. And I was, it, was, it was surreal for me to see Sal with his Audi R8. In front of uh, Joe and Diantos. Yeah. Yeah. It was and surreal. I he tossed me the keys, and I'm like, like, first I'm like, why is this crazy guy? And I knew you for a while. So <laughs> like, why, why, is, why is he letting me drive his car? Like it's this, this six-figure six car. car, yeah. And then, so, you know, that that was some trust, so I appreciate that. Of course, and then, of course. And then when I drove it, it was like, it was it was actually seeing, like, what could be possible, right? And then, like, a year later, I got Guys, my, he's not making this up, because if you go back to his, to my Instagram, you'll see that yeah. picture. He said, one day, right? What did you one say? One day. Oh, yeah, the, uh, no, the I clips. Said, uh, I said, sh- and I, I remember, shout out to Sal for letting me drive his beautiful R8. I'm going to have one Time to get day. one for myself. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and I, I declared that, and then a year later, I, I got it. At 21 years old, I got my first supercar. Because you saw this furry Arab guy having one, you're like, if he can do it, I can do it, right? <laughs> and I mean, it, in okay. a good way. I, there, I, there is some... There is some but you know, I don't think it's not like I, that. I think for him it came down to like seeing like, is, he is believing. It. He yeah, touched seeing exactly. is believing, and yeah, and let it. me let me correlate this back to business, and in, in our momentum events, you know, somebody mm. that uh, that comes and you know they do a few deals, um, and they they know that this business can be big, but they really haven't seen the inside, right? They haven't seen the inside of the R eight, mm-hmm. right? They've seen the outside. It looks they haven't sexy. driven it. it. They haven't driven it. It, it looks sexy on the outside, but it's a different 
feeling different touch I like when that you, analogy when you get I like inside that. the car and drive it and when they when people go to momentum when people go to our events they drive the car they see what what makes the engine turn they see what makes the whole car function and that's why I, I firmly believe is why people get massive massive results from our events because they see the inside of the R8 <laughs> By the that, way, that, real that quick. is beautiful analogy. I like, like that. Yeah, guys, have you been to? Have uh, you been to? Someone said Harry Habibi. Harry. <laughs> By the way, have you been to uh, Momentum? Uh, and you're in this. Uh, you're in this. In this podcast now. Uh, please let us know your. You, you've been to Momentum and let us know how it was for you. Um, I know that a lot of lives have. Man, a lot of lives have been drastically, massively changed. Massively changed, and not because of us. Because not, you decided not because to of us. drive just, the R8. <laughs> just because you decided to get in the R8 and, and, and test drive it. Yeah. And that is what, when you decided to go to Momentum, that is what changed your life. It wasn't us. It wasn't so much even the content and, and all the strategies and the blueprint that we give you because, you know, don't get me wrong, that's very valuable, but it's because of you. Now you see yeah. the bigger picture. You go there and you see the bigger picture. It's crazy when we go online and we see these people that attended some of the events and you see them taking their family to Hawaii, taking them out like their dream vacation and like owning these nice cars and like doing whatever they want to do. You can relate back. You're like, oh, my God, I remember them asking a couple of questions. And now look at that. Now they have the answers to turn their life around without anyone helping them anymore. Yeah, they they got the blueprint to do it all. And I don't want to bring names, but if you guys, if you guys, um, have, if you guys have been to the event, or if you guys know people that have been to the event, go to their go to their um, IG or Facebook, and you'll see what what changed in their in their life. Uh, I think that's yeah. the biggest testimonial, or that's the biggest um, thing that you can touch right so, there so from the that's outside. What I want, I, I, you know what? At momentum, we take away your fear. We take away your limited beliefs at momentum. Would you guys agree? By 100%. You, yeah. I remember when people like, they were sure like, wait, this is like doable. There, there's something that we, that was doable. Like, like first I of all, there's something like this. Yeah. Number two is doable. Yeah. It, it's crazy because like um, the way we, the way we, I think with the way we did it, we just jumped and like we did it with like trial and error. But then when we have it all packaged up and people can see that, that it lights up because we have like real, real like, um, I guess we're the live testimonial of it when we show our our operation from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, All right, let's talk about um, afraid to take risk. Um, let's let's talk about that. Uh, afraid to take risk on yourself. We'll start with me. You know, I think maybe that maybe there was some there was definitely some fear involved. It wasn't the lack of faith because now I know that where faith where 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 faith overpowers fear. Right. I know that now. I didn't know that back then. I didn't know that back then. So. Was I afraid to take a risk on myself? Yeah. Sal was like, dude, come on. Like, I believe in you. Like, I'm like, I've been, I it's beautiful to to have a business partner that has been, you know, in that uncharted territory. So and he funny. sees you and you're like, dude, you're, you're gonna be fine, bro. Like, I know what I'm, I'm sure saying. He's thinking, like, there's other people that are that are, yeah, that, like, yeah, yo, like, you're, you're gonna your... be fine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like and, you see, yeah, exactly. You see some other people like, and that's another and thing like, yeah. that I got from Sal is Sal kept saying, Bro, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Quit. Have you put in your two-week notice? Have you put in your two-week notice? Are you putting your, you know? And, and, and it was, I was a it was the bad programming. It was that cage that I refused to walk out on. It was because I was afraid to take a risk on myself because I've never, I have never really taken a risk. I was always hustling on the side, you know, just like many people out there. You know, you have your corporate job that takes care of everything, that, that security everything, blanket, yeah. and then you're hustling on the side. Mm -hmm. That was me. But Sal was like, dude, no. 
you're walking over dollars to pick up pennies by staying at your job, you need to make a decision. At one point, he threatened me. He's like, if you don't make a decision, I'm I'm not going to be your partner. I think he like, like he was trying <laughs> everything to get me to walk out of that year. That job that well, I was and at. they were trying everything to keep him too. They, yeah. they like when he when when the time was like, do I? Think? Which is what they do. Yeah, yeah. So right? it's Dangle crazy how carrot. corporate America. What's up, works. Tang? What's up, Aaron? What's up? Uh, so uh, it says you were so scared. Vanessa, my fiance, says yeah. you were so she scared. She was scared too. Everybody was scared. <laughs> Everybody was scared. My yeah. my in laws were like, "Are you sure? Don't do this. You know, you have a family. You know what I mean." So uh, I mean, that was for me. It was I was afraid to take a risk on myself. Um, you know, what about you guys? Um, when it comes down to risk, what were some of the things that you had to overcome? Um, risk on yourself, mm-hmm. uh, ri- taking a risk on others, so right? And ta- taking a risk on investing. Own. Everybody. So the risk that you were taking, it was for you and your family, right? Because you're you're afraid that you cannot be um, probably like the provider for the family if you took this risk, and you wouldn't like you wouldn't provide what you were providing currently. Now, for me, was was you know we came out from we came out from a very bad situation from survival mode so my 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 mind was survival mode yep. then we came over here then i saw my my family almost collapse my dad collapsing from from the financial um sure. you know uh, frustration you know uh, leading to 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 failure feelings and for me it was like you know we hit this there's i mean what's worse gonna happen i don't want to go back there that, that's for a fact number two is you know i can't let my family go i can't i can't let them down so what am I going to do about this? So I guess it was like to me, it's almost like if you've had, if you've touched rock bottom, like what's, what's, what, what, what's, <laughs> you can only go up from, yeah, from like here, right? what's, what's it going to, what's going to happen? Like, okay, we're, we're learning this and I see other people making it and that's, that's enough. That's enough for me. And I've seen enough movies to see people in nice, in Porsches and, and uh, carry nice suits and, and uh, go into the office. So that was enough for me. Um, ironically, and I've said this before, um, if I looked back at to opening my first business, and um, my my future self would be like, "Are you dumb? Why did you do this?" But back then, there was not even a thought like this. Like it was like, "Do, do, do." There, even though there was no thought behind it, it was just like, "Let's do," because it seems like moving forward, right? But logically, nowadays, I would have done it differently, because I, my future self calls my 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 past self. As dumb. What would you do differently? Uh, many, many things. I would, I would uh, educate myself on how to do it first because I made a lot of mistakes. I wasted time and money, and we, I, we, I, we, we both were like that too. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We, yeah. And and that was like, I mean, obviously, this is the biggest lesson when you learn. And the miss opportunity was huge. When you, the miss you can't put a price on miss opportunity. And for me, that was like one of the the biggest mistakes I would say I've made. Um. I don't know, man. I, I I guess, you know, everybody's situation is different. That's why I so, love about this podcast. Carlos is different. Mine's different. And Alex is different. Yeah. And for me, that was it. That was like, I, I just moved forward, moved forward in a way that I knew best. But my future self would call me dumb for that. You know what's Does crazy? Does that make sense? It's, yeah, it's crazy. Th- this is, this is I, I've, and I've noticed this over Lack the of years. Lack mentorship, maybe? Over the years. So with Sal, Sal's like a raging bull. You know, and he he, he just, Notorious. like, but what's helped Sal a lot, and just like many other entrepreneurs, you failed, you failed, you failed, you learned, you learned, you learned. You know, even with, in the car business, remember? Okay. I mean, you were buying the wrong cars and, you know, wholesaling <laughs> the wrong way with the cars. Yeah. And then you started learning, 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 and yeah. then you were one of, like, the most respected guys there, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like, thank God with real estate, it hasn't been to that extent. It has but not. But we did. We were raging bulls. 
We no, are raging bulls. I, I think it's not a bad thing to be a raging bull. You just have to do it with some strategy. And I think that's all entrepreneurs are raging. We know real estate is the ultimate sport, right? And in sport, everybody's competitive. Mm -hmm. And what you want to do sometimes to do competition, you do risky stuff. You know, you might take that dunk that you, you didn't want to take. And, yeah. I, you know, I'm the wrong guy to talk about this, but I mean, I'm sure you would relate to this. And you might you might yeah. tackle the wrong guy if you it's just we're, we're entrepreneurs and we take the risk. Yeah. I feel like when you're starting out, taking the risk is the biggest thing that you need to do. You don't need to, to calculate many things. You don't need because guess what? Even though my future self tells me that I was dumb for doing that in the past, it does not matter because it led me to here. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to get to is make those mistakes. Even if you're starting, it does not matter. And if you if you're that person that don't want to make the mistakes, there's other people. You can you can go to events, you can read YouTube, books, you can YouTube, uh, you can do yeah. you can self-teach yourself. You don't have to be perfect at it, but take the risk, taking the risk, educating yourself enough and give yourself enough courage. 101 just people, to let's do go. It. 101 oh my people. god, yeah, let's do this. All right, let's go, baby. Just get push yourself, whatever you have to do to push yourself to do that. And guess what? Your future self. Well, Even though it might call you dumb, but I'll thank you for it because it will it will be very, very fruitful. Yes, because it was mistakes that you should have known better nowadays, you say. But back in the day, not knowing better might have been the best thing that had you, ever uh, happened to you. A lot of people say this, and, and, and you're the living example. You failed forward, and you failed forward, and you failed forward, you know? And and we all kind of did, even in really, like you earlier, because you've been in business, you've been in business far longer than we have. And then, um, you know, we all fell forward even our, with our real estate, you know, with our real estate uh, companies, and you know, fell forward, fell forward, beta tested, beta tested, trial, error, trial, error with people, with systems, with, mar you know, with yep. marketing, right? <laughs> so the next thing I want to talk about is um, uh, fear of fear of investing and fear on uh, fear on growing a team. You know, I want to yeah. talk about fear on yeah. investing and fear on growing a team. Um, do you think that's a big barrier for a lot of people out there that they're afraid to invest well, let's talk let, about. Let, let, let me let me start with you, and then you go. Yeah. When I first, when when Sal and I first became business partners, this dude was like, "Yeah, we're gonna invest this much into marketing." I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> uh, hold, hold on, you know, we no, no, we just made a little bit of money, man. Like, no, what are you doing? We're gonna you know? spend money. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm trying to get paid. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? He's like. No, no, this is the way it works, Carlos. You make money and then you invest it into marketing so you can make some more money. Yeah. This was back in freaking 2016. And I was like, he's like, you need to start seeing marketing uh, as an investment, not an expense. And ever since that, like that to me. And you're surpassed me now. Like, that, you you're, you want to spend it. It's spend, crazy. Spend. I know. It, it's so, insane. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, let's start with you, Sal. Um, investing. Investing. So yep. there is two types of investing, obviously, investing in people and investing investing into your into your business, right? So uh, investing in your company, like Carlos, Carlos said it best, you know, look at, don't think that you're, you're spending money. Think about it as that you're investing money into your business because you already took the risk. And, and I've said this before, Alex, you can attest to this, like yeah. we've already, we're, when you became a business owner, you already took the risk on yourself. That's it. You made the biggest bet then and there. And then guess what? Yeah. Now all you have to do is sustain that and make it a lot and make and elevate that. So how are you going to do that? Obviously, it, a, a lot of people did it and, you know, it, it's a trend. So if it happens and it proves itself right, then it's it's successful. Then spending money on marketing. You need to market yourself. You need to refine you need to you need to keep tweaking and we're going to talk about this later. Uh, you need to invest maybe into systems to improve that. But the second thing, investing into your own people and empowering them 
that is that is uh, a lot of people fail that because they have a scarcity mindset. They don't have an abundant mindset. Uh, if you talk to someone that says, "No, no, I'm a, I'm not I'm gonna show this person that comes into my organization just enough, just to 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 get me to get it going, but not enough to like take over in the future and, and help you um, delegate many things." That that's a scarcity mindset. That is your own bottleneck. If you think like this, if you think someone's gonna come to your organization, steal the information and run away, no, it's, the wrong, saying, it's yeah. the wrong person. Well, it's well, the wrong person. It it's the not the wrong. Person, yeah, yeah don't, hire the right people, but you should have the right mindset. You shouldn't have the wrong mindset, and you have the right people. That's the wrong. Way, that's the opposite way of doing it. You're supposed to think abundantly, but obviously be careful who you hire. You know, have some core values or whatever when you hire, vet them. But don't, don't, don't from the get-go say, I'm not going to teach someone everything I know because I'm afraid they're going to take it. How are you going to scale? You have two hands, two legs, 24 hours a one, day. One brain. And one brain. No. How are you going to scale that? Let's say you have a business partner. Then we have four, four hands, two brains, four legs. But is it going to stop there? No, if you want to scale it, do you think billionaires, Carlos or Alex, do you think billionaires do it is, themselves? Do it themselves or have two people no, in their organization? Remember we were talking about this. We have 26 businesses. I thought it was 27. I lost count. Yeah. Uh it's it's almost, you know, it's almost unreal to say that, but you know, how many people are involved in those businesses? There's hundreds, right? Yeah. And then remember I said, remember the other day we were driving, I go, "Holy smokes." This is how Tony Robbins has 400 plus businesses because he, you know, he's, he's, he's just kind he of like he people. invests in, in those, in those businesses and, and those people run those businesses and he can still do his thing, you know? Exactly. So, you know, so I, I truly, I, I believe in trying to, to trying to grow and scale people. I think people still, people are still the most important factor when it comes on to, to business. You Absolutely. know, I still, yeah. and this is why I remember I was having this conversation with you earlier today. I said, so I was looking into some Fortune 500 companies, and uh, their their payroll expenses exceed fifty percent. Yeah, remember, I, you know, and we're over here complaining about thirteen point three percent. You know, thirteen point three percent. You know, our payroll, Crazy. like that's yeah. our payroll for our real estate company. You know how low that is. Compared anything to anything other... below fifteen percent is considered unreal, exceptional. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, that's a little gem for you guys, by the way. So, anyway, um. Yes, you, you have to invest. You have to take a risk on yourself. You have to take a risk on others. And you have to invest into growing a team. You have to invest into growing people. Be the right leader. Yeah, and you have to be a leader. And if you know what? If you feel like you lack some type of leadership skills, guess what? I got good news for you. You can get better. It takes time. I wasn't. No one was born a leader. Like you weren't born a leader. You weren't born a leader. I wasn't born a leader. It, it, over time, you develop. Mm -hmm. You know, through information, through through practice, through you know, through leading from the front. You know, so these are things that you know you definitely want to keep in mind if you're trying to develop yourself. Now, this is another. Let's talk about utilizing the right resources over the wrong resources. Okay, that is one of the reasons why a lot of people. Also, are aren't aren't are able to actually scale their business to six figures a month. They utilize the wrong systems and resources, and and, and because there's just yeah. so much out there, there's so much out there, and everybody and their mom has a skip tracing company, has a data company, has a cold calling company, has a mar a, a, a freaking mail company. You know right? what's crazy? Yeah. A lot of a lot of people are. Opinion panures, if that's even a word, 
Uh, opinionpreneurs? Uh, opinionpreneurs. <laughs> First time I heard that. Yeah, yeah, it's like an opinion. What does that mean? What does opinion being an opinionpreneur mean? Uh, like they would they would tell you something based on their opinion and they would want you to succeed because they they drew this fantasy world on online the, the the perception of their online presence and and they they ma- makes them look like you know they're experts and then all they do is give people their own their opinion and expect people to get result out of it and they ended up they end up screwing yep. over that person it's disgusting but so the, the perception is insane so that's the wrong resource you know you you go to some guy just because they they drive a nice car have a nice watch and you know uh, whatever it is yeah. and they 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 front about it and they, this person want to listen to them. Unfortunately, people people are drawn to flashy stuff. Let's yeah. be honest. We live in a perception well, because, of because because if, if someone has something you want, you're gonna you want to know what they I know. Think, yeah, I think what you're trying to say there has to be some substance behind that person. There have to be, like, but but it's be. very easily disguised nowadays. But under you the online. you can any you can pretty quickly find that out yourself. You do. I do. Uh, how many people can? I would hope. I uh, would hope. Well, more wait. Can. Let's 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 talk because, about like, this. You can. Well, you're right. You're right. For somebody new that knows nothing about real estate, they may know. They may think that that person knows everything. How many but times me, have like, we, we heard? We've hundreds. Been in, we've been in real estate. Hundreds. How many? And how much money have we heard was spent on the wrong people? Where they hundreds don't even get one thousands. phone call. They don't even get an email. They don't even get nothing. They just took the money and then that's it. Remember hundreds, that lady that hundreds, we thought I don't want to yeah, mention her name, yeah. and she said. I didn't even get an email from them, and I'm like, "What about the money?" Well, I paid forty grand. So what happened? You handed out forty grand, and there was nothing. Like that forty grand just went poof. Yes. And she said, "Yeah, that's pretty much what happened." Um, let, 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 let me say this. So today we have we had we have two guys in the office that are looking to join our executive elite boardroom, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what? The first thing I did was because I know that they're 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 fairly advanced. Mm-hmm. They already do. Yeah. Deals. I remember yeah. that they, 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 yeah. they did like nineteen deals last month. Yeah. They're they're doing well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I did was I showed them data. Mm-hmm. I went to the office. I said, hey, look, I want you to know that we're not just going to tell you to do something. We have the hard numbers. We have the data behind it. And yeah. this is how we give you our advice, not our opinion, not based off our gut feeling or or the hype of the wave that's out there. You know, no. Like what's working? Right here. You see this? Numbers these are, don't these, lie. These are the numbers right here. That is how we... Take, that is how we treat our mentees, our executive elite boardroom. It's all based off data. 100%. And so, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but people sleep on that because everybody – it's tedious. Some people hate math maybe. Some people hate like hate homework, whatever, and they feel like this is a homework. But how much money is it costing people to oh be lazy? Oh, my God. How much, how it much money is it costing – it, like literally, it could bankrupt them. Yeah, it could be. It could, it could cost them. them everything that they made, or it could cost them the opportunity to make something. Boom. So, and that you put a price on that. I dare you to put a price on that. You're flying blind. No, you're yeah, exactly. You're flying blind, right? So, so, utilizing the wrong resources. So, a lot of people, a lot of people, they go the cheap route, right? I heard this one guy. Uh, this guy got terrible results from his campaign uh, two weeks ago. I'm like, where'd you get your data from? Oh, man, I found this new place, and they're doing it for one cent. I'm like, what's the place called? And I'm not going to mention the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he mentioned the place, and I was like, come on, man. Like, why, why are you doing this? Well, why it was, waste your time? It was cheap. Yeah, but you know how much you know how much it costs you to go the cheap route now? How much time? How, how, much, yeah. how much time and resources it now costs you and the cost of opportunity to not, you know, that we haven't even named – because you went the cheap route. You know, people need to stop using the wrong resources. 
right? 100%. You want to pull data? You want to pull raw data? Where do you go? Where, where, where would you guys go to pull raw list data? Source. List source. List well, source. soon, we're actually, we're, and this is, we've been working on this for a few days now, uh, or a few months, but a few days on this specific project. We're going to be pulling data where no one else, like the, the points of data, and it's going to be all aggregated through the software that we're building. So it's going to be insane, by the way. I'm like... I can't, I can't even sleep. You haven't yeah, been able to sleep because of that. I have a, a few right? days. If you look at my, I've always looked like this, my my, <laughs> my eyes, but like, trust me, yeah. like I've been obsessed about this. Yeah. Uh, but yes, so that, that's another so, topic. And let's continue to talk about resources. Um, you Freaking, I remember when Sal and I started, we were keeping our leads on a notepad. <laughs> or or receipt papers or whatever I can find at the time. Yeah, have, yeah. It, that's another I remember thing, right? Flying out of the car. Yeah, like stuff. oh, where is it? <laughs> it's that lady from you know two two one West whatever. You know it's what I mean? It's a crumbled in this shape. Yeah, I had it right it. here. I had it in my glove compartment. You know, again, invest some money into a CRM system. Invest some money into Podio. By the way, you can go to investorautomation.com. Uh, go into Hercules. That is the best Podio in the country. You can ask anybody that has it. They'll tell you the same thing. So I use it. Yep. That, that's another resource that you should invest into. Um, what what other resources can you think about? Oh, cold calling. Somebody yeah, cold asked calling. that right now. Cold calling. Yeah, like allindialer.com. It's it's provided by Zencall. That's the best cold calling system. Everybody uses Mojo. It it's it's twice the price. It does it does twenty five percent of the productivity of the other. But everybody uses it because a lot of opinionators or opinionpreneurs said that was the best one. We literally have our our numbers on the board right now. Oh like yeah, we we have our, like how much money we invested into this campaign. What did it produce? Which is we call it our cost our cost to revenue ratio, right? Yeah, yeah. Cost to revenue percentage. Cost to revenue percentage. So um, we tried every single cold caller out there. We tried Filipinos. We tried Colombians, Nicaraguans. You know everything you can think of. Okay, now we know where we need to. So what happens? Data. The beautiful part about data is. Data gives you the numbers, and then you either know to to uh, turn it up or turn, turn it up down. the volume or, or turn down the volume, or, right? Or kill that market, or, or completely pull out or, or kill it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that for, can happen, you know, with mailing. That can happen with with uh, SEO. Uh, that can happen with PPC, with just pay per click. That can happen in anything. You can have a door a door knocking team. You By can the have way, flyers. Do, do we have a need to skip coupon? Need to skip .com. guys. Need, uh, that is for the last three plus years. You guys have seen our results. Yeah. You guys have seen our results over the past three years. Yeah, they they have a code freedom. Needtoskip.com. Use the coupon code freedom, guys. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't do that. We don't go and use other resources for a reason. Like, why? Could there be some better ones out there? Maybe, you know. And people are popping up left and right. But we, whatever works for us, we continue to use. So, yep. needtoskip.com. Um, CallGeeks, CallGeeks.com. If you need cold callers, guys, you can go to Upwork and and, and take a risk, or you can go to CallGeeks.com. That's an all-inclusive, um, one-stop shop, plug-and-play, turnkey operation. You don't even have to train agents. They're already trained for you on a weekly basis. CallGeeks.com. Resources, guys. Resources, okay? If you're doing pay-per-click, MagnusDigital.com. Uh, if you're going to do mail, TurboLetters.com. We have all the data that you need. Tell me what market you're in, and I'll tell you exactly what you can what expect you as, an, as an ROI, as a return on investment. So let's continue on to sacrifices. Um, sacrifices. Mm. All right? The, uh, we're talking about not scaling your operation to six figures per month. A big part of it, in my opinion, is people aren't willing to make the sacrifices. Let's start with you. You were working out of your apartment. 
You had four or five people in your apartment, on the couch, uh, in the kitchen. I mean, <laughs> tell us what. Tell us about these sacrifices that you weren't willing to make early on in your career. Um, that I wasn't. Okay, well, I I know that I did a I did a lot of correct sacrifices when I first started, but some of the wrong ones were just waiting too long to to grow, waiting too long to scale. Um, because, all right, so. And this goes back to we were talking about um, uh, what were we talking about? Uh, dang, I, I can't remember the word. But we were talking about pretty much uh, starting something that you really don't know if you're gonna get the results, right? And for me, it was like like taking the chance. So so for me, it was like, what can I take the chance on that's gonna bring me a result? Like taking oh no, I know calculated risk, right? So a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, and you said it earlier, and when it comes to calculated, cal calculated risk, people will take the chance uh, on, how do I explain this? <laughs> My mind's all over the place. I'm trying to, so, okay, so just to keep it simple. So when I started, I was taking risk, but I was, they, they were very calculated, but they were taking risk on things that I knew that would work. Right, like every mm -hmm. marketing, every marketing channel works. Cold calling, direct. Mail. It was based on your opinion. Yeah, well, for me, but I knew that other people were doing it, and I saw the proof. Right, yeah. so for me, it was like I, it wasn't a matter of whether it worked or didn't, but it, it was a matter of just me doing it right. And uh -huh. and and for you know, some like a lot of people starting, like they know the marketing channels and they know how to do them, but they just don't do them. But mm -hmm. there's people all around them making tons and tons of money, especially a lot of people watching this. So for me, it was just like taking the sacrifices to keep on doing things, whether they didn't work immediately, right? Like, because if they didn't work immediately, I knew I would talk to, I don't know, Jalen or you guys like, and this is working really well for you guys, but I'm not doing like, so then when I realized that, I, like, well, how, how long did we tell you to take to do pay-per-click for two years? How much money do you think you lost out on because uh, you just did not listen one, for two I years? I don't know. One to two million. One to two million dollars in gross, yeah. in still, gross like, sales. Yeah. That you could have made if you just said, you know what, guys, and it was attainable I'm do... for you. It was very attainable. You could have done it. You could have done it. It was just a lack of, of of sacrifice. Well, plus you were comfortable doing what you were doing because it was working. It and, was and working. I wasn't yeah. telling. We weren't telling you to shut down that. that. We were yeah. just telling you to add. You know? know, so so for yeah. So if something like if you know how to do a marketing strategy and you know that you're doing it, you 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 may think that you're doing it the right way, or maybe you're doing it the same way that somebody that you know is doing it. And it's not working for you. You have to. You have to. You have to really dissect what you're doing in order to to get over that hump. So, um, so I mean, if you know something and you know that other people are doing it right, like for me, it was just continue to make that sacrifice to keep on doing things that immediate like, that eventually. Because cold calling did not work for the first three to six months for me. Yeah, like it was, but, but I knew. Saw, yeah, but I knew that it was. That would eventually would work. Yeah, eventually would work. You tweaked it enough. Tweaks. It was sacrificing you know, the three to six months of expenses to finally get it to click. And when it clicked, 52 deals the next year. Like, just Boom. cold calling. Boom. Just because of... So, for me, it was just... When it comes to sacrifice, it was just sacrificing um, time and and and, uh, and obviously, you know, marketing money into things that I knew would work. Okay. Versus reinventing, you know... We always say the, the office. You need yeah. an office. Like, yeah. if you want to be productive, go work in an office. A lot of people we, say, well, I can work from home. Yeah. Carlos, you have a beautiful office at home. Yeah. I have, you know, my computer at home and everything. No, no, no matter how productive I can be, I still can be more productive at the office. Why is that? Well, first and foremost, it's a different environment. 
Like when yeah. you come to the office, you already know. Like the energy is amazing for one, right? Yes. But yeah, second and second, you know that when you come to the office, there is no distractions, and it's time to take care of business. And you will always find something to You're do. You're in your zone. You're in your zone. I mean, you you will find things to do. Like I don't come to the office to watch Netflix. You know, <laughs> right? If you when you see me in the office, I'm trying to see like what I need to do. You know, I'm sending out emails, I'm making yeah. phone calls, I mean, yeah. whatever. You know, I, well, I yesterday find to yesterday do. you're like Sal, yes. I'm gonna we're hungry, we're gonna faint. I'm like let's let's work. And <laughs> you're like, are we gonna go eat? And and I'm like, I, in my head, I thought you were gonna want to go. You're like, I order a salad, we're gonna eat here. I'm like, oh okay, good, we're gonna eat here. Yeah, like we forget about that because we're like, I haven't ate today. Yeah, like yeah, no one has. Yeah. I haven't because ate today. we <laughs> we because we're in our zone working. Yeah. And uh, what other sacrifices so, would you would you would you okay. name? Okay, so 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 one thing that um, one thing that you know what's funny is this is how afraid we were back in you know the early years. Um, it was like we were so afraid <laughs> to take on a four thousand dollar office expense that initially it was going to be us, you, and Jalen moving into this office. Yeah, so we can I, split the bill. I was that was a big uh, moment for me. But we did push. So it was beautiful because Jalen pushed me and Sal. And then we pushed you. Yeah. And then I remember so it was four, to get an office. It was four thousand four. Jalen's watching now. Yeah. Four thousand. What's up, Jay White? <laughs> yeah. We need What's to get up, Jay White? Here. We have a lot of. We stuff. need yeah. to get you here, Jalen. We have we're, a lot we're, of shit. We're we're, we're stuff yeah. Here. We're uh, we're telling everybody how you pushed us to get uh, to get this office, and then we pushed Alex, and it was just a, uh, funny a domino is, effect. So yeah, four thousand dollars split between uh, three companies, and for me that was like a big deal because I'm working out of my apartment. No yeah. Bills. And then uh, you're like an expense, not investment. But then this is where it got like real and real uncomfortable. Did did your business change when you when you actually got an office? Oh, absolutely did. But this is when it got real when when Jalen left, and then it was just us two. And I'm like, yeah, damn, like dude, that was was a lot of like at the time. Funny moment. I remember Jalen coming in shorts and sandals and firing his employee there. (laughs) (laughs) He like, yeah, she's out. Yeah. I remember and that. Girls, like, in sandals? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't do this. <laughs> that was crazy. But uh, no, uh, by the way, we love you, Jalen. We, we love you. you we miss you, bro. We miss you. Uh, that was the four horsemen, right? Me, you, Sal, and Jalen, man. That was the, the initial group. Um, okay, so, so man, we're, we're, we're so guys, minutes guys, already. yeah. If you're thinking about getting an office and you can afford your business can sustain that, I'm telling you, you're going to get to another level. Just do it. Just do it, okay? Do it, yeah. uh, let's talk about you on tracking your numbers. Um, oh, my God. You're, you're going off of gut feeling. You're going off of opinion. You're going off of what you think is working. You know, guys, that is one. I would say that's one of the primary reasons why you haven't scaled your business to a six-figure um, per month uh, well, business. I guarantee you this. We have 101 um, um, viewers. viewers right now. And let's say let's say we out of the hundred they 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 have businesses just just for 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 uh, example, I guarantee you ninety percent of those people if you ask them how much you make, they would not know. You know what's crazy? There's people that own businesses and they're like, oh, I make, how much do you make? I make money. They wouldn't know how much they make. That's ridiculous. And, and you know what? Okay, that's fine. You don't know how much you make. Well, how much do you spend? Well, I, don't I don't know. know. Well, how much? Okay, well, how about this? If you want to, so you don't know if you're at six figures or seven or five figures, whatever it is. Yeah. How are you gonna scale that? So okay, now you you're making. Let's say you're making six figures, but how much are you spending from that six figures to make that? Okay, if you don't know that, then if you know how much you're making from each marketing channel, how are you gonna tune that up? 
how much you're making from that one team member, okay? How much you're missing out because of that one team member. All these numbers are thrown around that every day people throw these, like successful business owners, successful companies. They don't, they don't even keep track of their KPIs. Uh, it, well, the successful ones, they do. A lot of people don't. I know a lot of successful yeah. ones that don't. I'm talking about the really, really successful yeah, ones. The, okay. the really, really successful ones do. Because they know they have to. They have, they to. have, to. They have so to. So those numbers determine how much they're going to make. If they're if they're saying I'm a six figure company, they say okay, well I need to move this and move that and move this number, get rid of this number. Now that puts me at a seven figure. So it becomes to them a math math if equation you, now. If you yeah, if you ask me any number, I can probably tell you what it is. Well yeah, like, because you've been obsessed about it. I literally just told them like yeah, you know our payroll our payroll our our, pay, our payroll percentage for the year is thirteen point three percent. I did the math yesterday, right? Yeah. So these yeah, things, our, our, these are important because now you say, okay, well, we we can we can afford to have more people to hire to produce this much more because we know with this many people can produce this. We're spending this much money on this marketing can produce this, and you put all these equations together, and voila! Now you have a predicted number what you're gonna be. How to scale that? If you have a five figure I, business, how to scale so, to a six figure? From a six figure, how to scale to seven figures? I I I'm, like yesterday uh, I gave Sal some numbers, and you know what's funny is like he's a numbers guy, right? But I I I'm. You're enjoying I, it. I obsess about numbers now. Yeah. I said, Sal, Sal, we're at 5.53x ROI on our marketing. He's like, okay, that's not bad, you know, because five six x yeah. overall, overall. But we have some. So we have some overall. dead. We have we have some some bad ones that we're getting rid of because yeah. see, and that comes to fine tuning. We we realize that we spent seventy four thousand eight hundred dollars on some marketing that we should not have spent it on because we were split testing. But guess what? That comes with the territory. Split test, but don't over split test. Don't there was a there was a marketing campaign that we invested seventy eight thousand dollars into, and it's only produced forty seven thousand. That's that's another example. We're in the red. I'm telling you, we know our numbers in our Everything, organization. Yeah. If somebody farts, I know what they ate. That's fine. I know what they <laughs> ate. I, yeah, no, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard you say that a few times. I know what they ate. So, again, guys, you want to really truly scale your business. You need to keep track of every single number, not just the important numbers. It's simple. Not not just the cost per deal and the yeah. cost per lead. That stuff is so basic, guys. There is so way basic. more numbers. To that track. is so basic. You need to you need excuse me. You need to keep track uh, of your numbers on not only on your team members, their productivity, you know, their their calls per day, their their interest uh, leads rate uh, percentage per day, like. You know, I mean, granularly keep simple. track of. It's simple, Carlos. What's a what's a greater number than five? Six. Six. Well, what if you don't have five? What's greater? Ten. Wait. But what? What if you can't scale something if you don't oh, know yeah, it? Oh yeah, that, exactly. I'm, I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need to you need to have X to increase. If you don't know what your X is, how are you gonna increase that X? Yeah. And a lot of people fly blind. It's 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 all we, they do it let, over let, and over and over again. Let's be honest, speculation. You and I were flying blind for at least two years. We have. But guess what? We did a lot of split testing back. And, and now guess what? It's it, you know what? That is our security blanket. Knowing our numbers is our security blanket. That is our security blanket. People who came to Momentum saw the numbers we're tracking and then we gave them the tools and they were like, holy cow. Yeah. Like, I know someone that went back to their operation and fired everybody that very next day. <laughs> All right, you're, and you know who I'm talking about. I know a about. few people, yeah. You know who I'm talking about. And I know some people that went back and instantly the very next month made, made an extra 160 grand. Just because they saw some numbers, they're like, holy cow, these are the numbers that are going to show me how to make more. Absolutely. So it's okay if you don't know what numbers to look for. Just ask the right people or look into your organization, sit down. 
draw your draw your business and you're like, okay, what numbers can I track to improve some things? And believe it or not, you it's you know have you heard the old saying you can't be overdressed, you can't or over, be or overeducated. Yeah, you, you can't be over or overeducated. You can't be over analytic into your own business numbers. J, uh, JC wants to, this is a question for you, Sal, because you're the master at this. Because you got you split test everything, um, uh, you break down split testing. Break down. It's simple. I'm gonna give it a very simple simple point of view. If you have if you're doing mailers, let's say you're you're you have a mailer. One of them would have my face on it, which. And the other one would be Carlos's face on that mailer, right? Let's say a mailer that has a face on it, like me and my family. You're yeah, the, him and his family, and me and my. Or even just even me by myself. Yeah. And me and my family, or you by yourself and you and your wife. Exactly. And we know which one's gonna produce better because I'm I'm the furry Arab guy, the Habibi, right? So mine is gonna produce less probably. <laughs> but let's let's forget, you know. <laughs> for, for, so uh, we're gonna send it out. We're gonna send 500 there, and we're gonna send 500 there. And we're going to put tracking numbers on those. One tracking number here under, call it Sal. Carlos the other one is called Carlos, tracking number. So when it comes to our system, it's going to come under that campaign. We know what number they called. We know what campaign it came from. Now, after after the campaign is done, a month later, let's say the mail is delivered. We got our calls and everything. I'm giving a very simple example. And now we saw, okay, we got Carlos's card got 10 calls. Example, only give an example. Sal's card gave five calls. Okay, let's go. Let's dig deeper. Carlos's card produced two deals with five calls. Right? Did I say ten five? Calls. Uh, ten calls. Uh, Sal's card, let's say, like for, for for example, Sal's card got less calls but got more deals. Got three deals. So do you see? Like you can this split testing keeps keeps going. It's not just by the number of the calls, the number of conversion so as well. So many different things, right? So there's so yeah. many variation. Okay, now, okay, this this one worked better, but let's talk about something else. Who handled these phone calls? Did the same person handle it? Did do two different people handle it? Okay, now let's talk about the performance of the team who handled that. So let's split test. So the split testing continues on and on and on and on until you find that sweet spot, right? And that when you find that sweet spot, guess what you do? You tweak it more, and you split test more, because guess what? Every other there's these big companies that are doing this on daily basis. Yep. So how do you think they reach higher? You know, you see a commercial, they would think that what in the world were they thinking of doing that commercial? And you see that commercial a year later, and you see that commercial two years later. Why? It's that commercial it's has been working great, and then they start working other commercial around that commercial to split test. And guess what? If that commercial, you see that commercial the same over and over and over again, why is that? And that's what I, you know, even on uh, with uh, with um, Ephraim who runs like our ads, right? Yeah. Um, I tell Ephraim, I'm like Ephraim, look at this ad. You only spent this much, and you got this many impressions, and you got this much engagement. Mm -hmm. You know, even again, I'm like, run it, run it more, put more mm -hmm. money in there. It's working. You know what I mean? Split test, split test, and put more money into the things that works, and take and cut the fat from the from the from the from the things that don't work. And that goes into managing your money, right? That that would be the next subject. So yes, I want you to talk about that because you're very. God, good I've been at... talking a lot today. It's okay. Right. I want so real quick. I want to answer some questions here. Um, by the way, um, Madi Roberts Magnus M A G N U S MagnusDigital.com. Um, the gentleman's name is Dave. Dave at MagnusDigital.com. Uh, Arthur, I, I have a question for you because it looks like you had a failed pay-per-click campaign with uh, with uh, another company. Um, 
see, you said your cost per lead was under 200 and then you don't know your exact number. See, that is a big problem, right? Because, because yeah. what if Paul, uh, what if Paul, the guy that you were using got you 30 leads? Cause you say you spent $400, right here, let's do this. Let's run some numbers now. So you spent four grand, four grand, and he got uh, four grand, and he got you thirty leads. Okay, thirty leads. That's one hundred thirty-three dollars a lead, and you got zero deals from thirty leads. Someone said I did get a lot of retail leads. That's a conversion. That, that, see that that that's a conversion or oh, the type but, of ads. Uh, no, it, the ad. It could the be the, it could ads, be the ad itself. The targeting it could be the itself. Ad itself. So um, DM me. Uh, do me a favor because um, I know you want to, Arthur. DM me um, after the show and uh, and the then, numbers. Yeah. By the way, uh, I also want to give a huge thank you to all our podcast listeners uh, from iTunes out there. Thank you guys for tuning in consistently, guys. If you enjoy this podcast, please go to Apple iTunes and write more reviews. I think we have over 150 reviews now, but it's really really helpful to us, and we really do appreciate it. We do this for you guys. Uh, we do this at no charge. We we drop all the knowledge that we have here. Every single week for you guys, at absolutely no charge. It's just to serve, and I hope that you guys really do get value from this. And thank you guys for you know continuing to support the all-in movement, right? Thank you guys. So, uh, know your KPIs. Let's get back to it. Um, investing your money correctly, right? There, there's okay. I'll give you an example. Uh, shout out to Albert Murieta. Yep. He just landed a twenty-three thousand dollar deal. Yes. And uh, and the first thing he said is, "I'm going to momentum," right? Because see, it's simple. It's a, it's a it's a simple pattern. He bought the course. He bought the wholesaling the wholesaling course, right? Yeah, LearnToWholesale.com. Yeah. Then he went to Freedom, right? He spent a little bit of money on Freedom. Went to Freedom. Went he and got more deals. Got more deals, and he's like, "Wait a minute! Look at this! Look at this path I'm on! Look at this pattern I'm on!" Well, I guess I'm gonna go to momentum and see what happens. You see what I'm well, saying? Well, now you're twenty three thousand or whatever the check that. That's going to hopefully be six figures every month now. I hope you know that because the blueprint you're going to get there, it's... By the way, guys, if you want to know more information about it, it's called attendmomentum.com. Attendmomentum.com. Um, just to get more information about it if you would like to, t to attend it as well. But... Uh, we're going to see you there, Albert. I know you, when you were super excited when you sent me that uh, screenshot. I was super excited. Yeah, I was too. I'm like, man, because I saw him putting some some um, some Facebook. He's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yeah, 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 and then, yeah, yeah, then yeah, boom. Yeah. And then he, and then this check came out. So yeah. that, that, was, that was beautiful. Guys, don't think that we don't celebrate uh, our community's wins. Yeah. You know, we celebrate our community's vic victories. And Albert Murieta, he's in our community through you, you know. Yeah. He started following you. Uh, he bought the course. And I remember him like literally get very emotional at freedom. And he said that the course changed his life. And look at where we are now. That guy just made a 23. That's, that's life changing. And so that's now like 20 deal probably. So, but now he has yeah. to manage that money correctly. Managing your money. Well, it could be in two different variations of management, your personal money and your business money, guys. There's a lot of people that mix that together. Do not ever mix those two things together. You have your life to manage, your personal life money to manage, expenses, whatever you want, and you have your business management to do. Because remember, when that tax time comes in, you got to pay Uncle Sam oh my or they're going to come after you. 30 to 40%, baby. Oh, yeah. More than likely 33.33% depending on uh, depending on the, the threshold. On the type of income. In. Yeah. You, yeah. So, again, so know, know how to save money with your personal, know how to make money in the business, know how to invest the money the right way in your business. And again, how do you do that with a business? Because we're not talking about the personal now. 
about KPIs. If you split this, split this, now you get some numbers, now you know what to cut from. Now you know what to, to, to do more of. It's very simple when you know, when it's, when it's a blueprint for you, you can create that blueprint for you or you yep. can have other people have their, their blueprint and give it to you. It's just follow that proper blueprint for your own business. You know, you may have all the information in the world, but if you don't execute it and you don't act on it, then it's useful. Then don't do it. Don't, don't waste your time on it. You just stop taking your opinion as, as a real thing. Opinions are opinions and take them as such. Facts are facts and take them as such. And there's one thing about business. You can have an opinion between business partners, but guess what? When it comes down to facts, there, you will lay down, you will put your guard down, ego or you down. let the facts lead you. Yeah, ego. And that's it. Yeah, no ego. No down. ego, no nothing. Yeah. Let the fact that the facts take you. Um, as far as managing your money on the personal side, guys, I think a lot of people confuse me from being frugal. I am not a frugal person. Uh, at, at a younger age, I did save money in very different ways. I try to make money in very different ways. So I try. I, I was hustling to get the money and I was saving the money at the same time. Mm. So, uh, and I'm sure you guys were doing the same thing, but people do it differently. So some people hustle and get the money, but they spend it. You see that guy with the lots of money spending on Gucci and all that stuff and they just got, and all they have is that is what they bought it with. And manage your money because you're investing in yourself now. When you invest in yourself and you're betting on yourself, it's time to actually put that to work for you. I got a question for you. And this this will actually answer th that question mm -hmm. uh, specifically. Where does most of our money go to sell? Business. Back into back to the business. Back into the business. Because we, because we took the risk into ourselves. We took the risk on that business. Now it's time to if you want to increase that business, if you want to if you want that business to go to ten x, twenty x, thirty x, you need to have that faith to put it in there. And we talked about this before. If you have business partners that take all the money that comes to the business as profit and take it, oh, I need that money, I need that money, then they don't believe in that business is going to go to the next level. They believe in themselves taking it to the next level, yeah. themselves going to the next level, but not the business to the next yeah. level. Then that's being very, very selfish. And, and what's the quickest way to scale a business? Dumping more money By back investing, into it. Investing, you know, investing. Would you say 90-something percent of people out there are they not willing to do that? No, Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Because they feel like – think about this, guys. And I want to put this in a very, very clear example because mm, I've been preach. a victim of this. Preach. I've been a victim of this. and I, So I hate, hate, hate borrowing money. I've, I don't think I've ever borrowed money. If I've borrowed money, it would be like within the same day and I give it back. That's the type of like I can't thing. imagine you borrowing money. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like borrowing so money. So borrow and think about this. When someone borrows money, right, from you and they start dodging you. Oh God. How, how does that, that feel? How does that feel? When someone borrows money from you. <laughs> when someone borrows money from you, uh this is why I learned a I, I learned a uh, a valuable lesson um when I started making a little bit of money. I said, don't lend out more than you're willing to lose. To lose, the, exactly. You know what I mean? So think about this. That person that borrowed that money, they may not be a bad person for not returning your money or calls, but this is what they think about. Well, I have to put food on, uh, food on, my, on my table because so my kid can eat. Well, I have a hospital bill for my family to pay. Well, I need to go put gas in the car so I can go to work. So now their problem is bigger than your problem to them. Like... He can survive with giving me that money. Like, I don't need to give him that money yet. He'll survive. They'll, their problem seems to be bigger than your problem at that point, right? It's a disgusting mentality. Think about this. You doing it to your own business. Think, of, like, put yourself, like, this is a yeah, perspective to put in your, own, in your own business. Now you're making your business suffer for your own personal need because you think 
your personal expenses are more important than your business. So you become the borrower from your own business and put yourself in those shoes. I know this example is way out there, but if if that hits someone's nerves, that hits my nerves. I know because I've been that. I've been in, a I've lot. Been, I've seen. I've you. been there a lot of times. So, so and that's why I can relate to it. But yeah. just put yourself in that in those shoes and think about it. Uh, by the way, I wanna I wanna Hit it on uh, the I wanna conclude and close this thing out by saying also invest into invest into the right experts, not not the hype. Not not the not the flashy stuff, right? A lot of folks have that um, that you know that mis misperception of us, like oh look at those guys, they're a bunch of flack. What they don't see is we actually have real brick, you know, and brick brick and what do you call it, brick and mortar uh, running businesses, right? So invest into the right people. Okay, do your due diligence, vet these people, make sure that they're actually doing the things that they say they're doing before you just go out there and give them money. Because I'll tell you what, if you invest into the right masterminds, into the right events, into the right yeah. mentors, you are going to not only scale your business massively, but you're going to scale it at a much quicker pace. You know what's sad? That you see people go into events they just that makes them feel good about themselves only. Which is for in, in a business the, matter. The hype Not, events, yeah, the because hurrah, hurrah, because right? there is hurrah events for like self development and which is okay. Yeah. But I'm talking for business purposes. Yeah. They make events for hurrah hurrah only. Yeah. And people go in there and they drink that Kool Aid, mm -hmm. and they get, they take opinions as 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 actually constructive criticism, and they run with it and they lose everything. But then you tell them, hey, this is something serious. There's no hurrah hurrah. There is no 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 um, no fluff. This is a hot seat event. This is this is something that is gonna be like if you want to feel good, don't be here. It's not about you to feel good. It's about you to learn something and go do do it. And, and this is number yeah. yeah. And people would choose to go feel good, to feel about about them doing business right. So and, and guess what that develops? That develops you to be a, a bad habit. A, actually, yeah. you you develop bad habits. It does. It does. Yeah. And you become a entrepreneur now. Yeah. And, and the worst thing in an entrepreneur is a entrepreneur. Yeah. So, um, guys, by the way, Momentum, uh, November 1st and 2nd, it, it's not a hurrah hurrah. It's literally a two-day hot seat event, and it teaches you – it gives you the blueprint on how to actually scale your business to a seven-figure business uh, every single year. Um, we teach you everything from systems, processes, strategies, you know, marketing, acquisitions, dispositions, um, hiring, you know, hiring the right people, putting them in the right seats, scaling your company in every single way, tracking down your KPIs, et cetera. That is what Momentum is all about. It's not a hoorah, hoorah hype job. So if you're going to come to Momentum, uh, you better just come with some clarity and come with a, 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 a huge notepad because you're going to take a lot of notes and it's going to be life-changing. It's 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 a two-day hot seat event. I don't even consider it an, an event. It's a two-day hot two seat days, event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a blueprint. So, we pull the curtain and everything. Um, one last question here before we, we, we leave. Uh, JC says, how do you determine that one thing when you start your day? What what one what one thing are you talking about, yeah, JC? I'm kind of confused on the question. Yeah, what what one thing are you are you talking about? Um, if you don't mind me asking real quick before we take off. And that should be coming. By the way, once again, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We had over 110 people at one point. Um, we're very grateful for your support. And uh, and we love you and appreciate you guys. So um, Isaac Ivila says, I'm bringing three notepads. <laughs> so three's good. And they're all going to get filled up. So JC, uh, JC Cardona, um, what, what are we talking about here before we take off? I want to get you... Um, get you answered. What is that one thing? 
I think, uh, okay, I think we're going to close it out, right? Yeah, we'll close it out. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, thank you again. Episode 24 is a wrap. Alex, Mr. Sal, Mr. Habibi. See you guys next week. Yep. And uh, much love to you guys. Episode 24. We'll see you soon. Thank Peace. you, guys.